Comedy LOL Podcast Network. Okay, so there's. I saw with a Black Panther. Is that one of them? Oh yeah, Black Panther. Yeah, yeah. I saw that one, and then I saw it was like a female, almost like not villain, but kind of like a Spider-Man chick. That one was more recent. Okay, uh, so this is like older stuff. Now, I don't really think they show okay. much anymore. This was an older theme they had. It was a a group called Hydra, and they were all over. They had agents everywhere, like on both sides of of, um, of everyone on Earth anyway. And so I kind of feel that there's this this group that's similar to that that has people in each government, maybe somebody, you know, a few people like it's more it's really about like the elites, the people who kind of been around power their whole life. So I feel okay. like these people and I've even, you know, you can even like go back and there's evidence or whatever. There's all kinds of crazy stuff. But so these people are basically at all levels of different governments and they kind of the power games that we see, the things that we think are going on are really just a show. And I kind of believe that it were it would work more in government's favor for them to pretend to go to war with each other because then they could keep built like the United States when we're at war, our people are like behind the flag so hardcore, you know what I mean? So like if the yep. same thing with China, because mm-hmm. we can't really go to war with China, they got they got thermal nuclear weapons, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, yeah. So games like this, I feel I feel there's like these power games that go on behind the scenes and I don't really think even everyone's in on it. You know, I think at a lot of levels these people are they're not just playing parts that this is what they think is really going on. You know, maybe even somebody like Trump, that's what he really thinks, but I'm sure behind the scenes there's somebody who is like, uh, I don't want to say controlling him, but like his handler, I guess you could say. It's, it's kind of, there's mm-hmm. there's evidence of yeah. this past presidents like Woodrow Wilson. There's yeah. a guy around him a lot and uh, oh, ab- they're advisors, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but they're they're kind of, they're like advisors, but then you know it's like I don't know, they're just like the shadiest people of all. But yeah, of course. So they they get like a face job, you know, like Trump's like a really good face mm-hmm. job. To get yeah, out, yeah. To <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of how I think it works on a, a larger scale when it comes to power. Um, I agree with you. You have you know, to have a face. You have to have a face. You have to have somebody. And in every presidency, you had some kind of um, adversity towards whoever the president is. So you have to have somebody who could like not only handle that, but have something that people just didn't particularly buy into. Because if you think of every president, they all kind of had those similar traits, too. And I think that he's one of those. And but so you have to have the face. But behind the scenes, like you were mentioning, there are definitely the ones who are kind of like running the show and he just has to go along with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think for sure people who are in power, they learn maybe from their mistakes and they probably look at history and see how kings, you know, when, it, when their subjects go against them, they just rip them out of the castle and kill them. So instead of that, you have you need like a buffer. <laughs> so 
It's yeah. easier to get people who are like <clears throat> have these large egos and think they could really change the world, and you like trick them into thinking into getting them hyped up. That on some level, or maybe they're just really good actors or comedians. You know, because I, I really feel like Donald Trump is mm-hmm. like one of the best insult comics of all time. You know, like no. he just gets up there, like <laughs> no matter what you fingers. think of him, he just roasts <laughs> people. You know, it's hilarious. But then it's like he he on the he's other. a good. He is a he is a good roaster. <laughs> yeah, you know he's just like a really good personality. Um, but like I've been watching these daily briefings, and and then you know <laughs> he's just a politician because he doesn't answer any questions. It's just like he goes ask him a question, and yeah. But even the questions they're asking him though are just like the worst. It's like it's this is so <laughs> set up. There, some of the questions I've seen people ask these politicians are they're like, why don't you have us in full Soviet Union lockdown? Like yesterday, what's going on? Like, I don't know. It's so funny. Yeah. These questions are asking them. And then the politicians are like, I would never do that. I'm a freedom loving, you know, I'm like, okay. <laughs> that was a planted <laughs> question. Who asked that? I don't know. But anyway. I don't know. It's, so anyway. It's, oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, you go. What? I was just going to say that. Uh, hello, everybody. Welcome. I guess we're podcasting now because I'm recording. So welcome, everybody, to the Brandon Bonanza. I have my longtime friend Bonnie on. I guess that's great because it's another B. So Bonnie yeah, on the BB. Brandon Bonanza, she's never did a podcast before, <laughs> um, but, nope. you know, in light of certain certain uh, current events and situations, everyone's kind of locked in their house. So we're all trying something new to try to get through this and not totally lose our minds. <laughs> exactly. I think the secret is, though, like the secret is that I lost my mind a long time ago and I just laugh at everything <laughs> because the more and more I look at this world, I really feel like we're an upside down world, like everything I was ever taught is just wrong Mm -hmm. so like i don't even want to look into other rabbit holes like flat earth i just don't even want to look into it because i'm afraid that i'm gonna (laughs) find out the world is flat and i'm like god damn it i fucking did another one (laughs) you know what i mean i was lied to my whole life i was lied to (laughs) well like you know everything else it's crazy but you know it's not it's not that terrible it's not that um uh things aren't as bleak as i mean i they're pretty bleak but I i don't think that it's like hopeless because I found some other information that's great because I found the answer. I really think I found the answer to all of this, to all of humanity's problems. Like the reason why history repeats itself, the reason why all these civilizations, only the ones we're told about, I feel there was more civilizations we weren't told about, but the ones we know about why they would rise and fall and why they did. And it all comes down to human psychology and behavior. It's crazy. Hmm. Because Interesting. People, yeah, I feel like the, so I'll just give huh. you the over, the overview of what I've kind of figured out. Um, I feel like people are just caught in cycles and then it just manifests yeah. out on the whole society level. And then that whole society gets caught in a cycle. But I also believe that there's people that realize this and they're the ones that are able to control the larger body and then also uh, benefit from them. But then the larger body doesn't realize it's going on. Interesting. So that that's kind of why I agree that, or I think that it's not hopeless because I don't think it's human nature I, I mm-hmm. believe that we're uh, conditioned and trained, you know, similar to animals. And that's kind of has a lot to do with it because we're actually kept in a lower state of mind, like a, a lizard uh, fight or flight reptilian mind or not all, you know, most of us. So that's kind of why mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. react so, so uh, the way they do, in my opinion. So that's kind of, um, I don't know. What do you think about that? It's pretty, pretty mind blowing, right? I know I'm a genius. So, yeah. No. <laughs> so. <laughs> Like, kind of like in the concept of where we're all functioning on this, like, one plane, but if you elevate to a different plane, then you'll have a different outcome, because in this plane that we're in, 
we're all conditioned to repeat like cycled behaviors that have been taught, you know, before us and taught down to us. And here now we're in a repetitive cycle and it's like, do we do we continue to allow the cycle to continue to just be textbook or do we break the cycle and elevate to that higher plane and create a new reality for what to, you know, become in the future, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about because that's exactly the problem that I've seen. And that's the work that society has to do. And it just, mm-hmm. I, I feel in my, uh, in my opinion, it just gets obfuscated and it gets kind of like people get confused. So they get mm-hmm. like the fake plastic version. I kind of believe that's what society gives you. Whereas mm-hmm. you, if you individually went and like, I feel in my opinion, everybody has to kind of go on their own individual journey to figure out what it is, like what their problem is and why they're stuck in this loop and the cycle. And if they can mm-hmm. figure that out, then mm. they could become somebody who can create. And like you said, they can yes! elevate to yes, the next level. Friend. Then they can manifest yes. and they know what they're creating. You can align your thoughts and emotions to create action in the world. And the problem is I feel that yes. if everybody or the more people in society that did that, I think society would just fix itself and we wouldn't have to sit around and ask for answers, ask questions and look for answers. Things would just fall in line. And I really believe exactly. allegorically that is kind of what a lot of the stories in the Bible are about. You mm-hmm. know, I think that the People problem is the journey. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. Jesus, the whole story yeah. of Jesus. Like if you just follow what he said to do and you model your life after what he said, then, um, then, but the problem is it's like, if you look at it kind of like the Buddhists look at it or, or, or the Eastern traditions where they're say mm-hmm. they'll say that, Everybody's just doing their thing, though. There's no still, still no judgment. If you want to go out in the world and you want to party and engage in escapism, you're free to do it. But you also have to know that there's consequences. And one of those consequences is if right. everyone's doing this and ev- no one's living in accordance with, you know, natural law or karma or whatever. If no one's yeah. doing it or they're pretending it doesn't exist, then that's how societies fall off a cliff. You know, it's so like you could yeah. go out and I'm not saying people shouldn't party. And when I say morality, I'm not talking about like you know, people like having sex or, or drugs or whatever. I'm talking more about basically just treating people how you want to be treated or just look at it yes. ne- in the negative sense. Don't treat anybody how you don't want to be treated. Exactly. Basic, simple, like it should be like a common law. And you nailed <laughs> it. It. It, it, sh- yeah. it should. It's like, well, why would you want to treat somebody that you wouldn't, like, why would you do on to others of something you wouldn't want done on to you, no matter what, like, no matter what, like, philosophy or text or context or, like, topic it's referring to? Like, why do you on to others that you don't want to be returned to you or people that you love? You know, it's like, the I don't know. You know, and people do get, they get stuck. They get stuck in that mentality where they still do. And it's like. When do you break that? When do when do people break that habit and be like, you know what? I don't want to be that like this. Like I am, I don't want to be this kind of person. So I want to elevate higher. And it's like, what are we all at the end of the day searching for? You know, like joy. You know, and, and internal peace, like within ourselves, and like just not necessarily. I wouldn't even call it happiness. Just contentment. You know what I mean? And just 
who the hell likes to be stressed? You know what I mean? Who the hell likes to have their mind constantly on a flow of like worry? Nobody. So it's like eventually we're all kind of, whether it's through, like you said, meditation earlier or like yoga or like we were talking about music therapy, like people are just seeking out that like contentment. And we're so used to that conditioned way of learning of inflicting pain, inflicting harm, like of any degree, whether it be serious, like if we go to war or like just mental fuckery, you know what I mean? Like, why are we, why are we inflicting pain onto others, you know? And why are we allowing it to be done onto us? You know, it's like boundaries, you know, like, oh my God, I can go on and on about this, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I, I agree. I agree. And I feel that I know why we do it. I feel that we, in my opinion, we're conditioned since from birth, to yeah. behave this way we're basically mm-hmm. raised to be giant children and not children in the good way not children like with mm-hmm. an imagination and fun and you know in a fun spirit but more just immature moldable. Uh, they want yeah. us like constantly molded yes to their exactly. philosophy yeah You're right exactly we're very uh suggestible controlled by fear so this is kind of, and this is where I talk about things like mind control, because so when you say mm-hmm. the word mind control, people are like, oh, and they, they think you're talking about something you'd see in a movie or, or yeah. direct mind control. But I'm talking about more as in societal mind control. Like how would, if you're a leader, like if you're, if you're a, a group and you want to lead over other people, if you want that power over a large group of people, how are you going to do it psychologically, uh, psychologically? Because if you want, you know, technically, if you want to have a slave or somebody to do your bidding, you could do it like physically, like they did in the South for picking cotton and stuff back then. But the problem is you don't really get the optimal work and then people just keep trying to escape. But if you can imprison their mind, exactly. you know what I mean? And, then and it not doesn't even, matter. And to take it one step further and not even a, like it, it do it so good that they don't even know that it's getting done onto them. And they just, it's like sheep following the you the know greatest the greatest trick the devil ever played was to uh convince people that he did not exist and that that's like a great like i said i like to look at yeah. things allegorically yes. so i think that there is evil in the world i don't really believe uh in a devil in the ground or whatever but i think there is evil in the world especially if you just want to keep it on this plane of existence and people there are definitely psychopaths mm-hmm. and you know oh, if, yeah. if you also you know and then if you have to if you are able to admit there are psychopaths and wouldn't you think they would just flock to power you know people could watch yeah. shows like game of thrones and uh you know these crazy movies about what's going on behind the power even they're in the future or the past or whatever but mm-hmm. they just can't see it going mm-hmm. on now and i'm like guys this you know mm-hmm. the presidential the, his power us. has the most power ever ever existed you know like they have so much power why wouldn't they engage in these not- uh, things and you talked about historically and how history repeats itself, right? Think about it. All like the pe- all the people in power over the years who had a collective following of their ideologies and philosophies. Think about it. They were all in in a way. Each one of them was their own version of a psychopath, as we know it. You know what I mean? Like Hitler mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the dude the dude from um, China. You know Abraham and Lincoln. Fact- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help it. You just, I always have to shit on him because oh, I, love you. I don't know. Anyway, go ahead. You keep going. I'll talk about that later. Go ahead. No, no, no. But yeah, no, just Mao, um, like Mao from China. You're saying that guy. Yeah. The guy from North Korea, you know, Oh, like oh yeah. Have, King Jong-un. Yeah. And 
And if you think about it, right, it's all manipulated through the mind, like you said, but through propaganda. So it's like, what kind of propaganda did each one of those civilizations utilize during their time frame? And in our time frame, what is our propaganda? Social media, the news, you know, the the news channels, the you know, different random podcasts that like, it's like plugging in your ear. It's like being allowed to penetrate. And it's like, basically when we, when we read upon it or we see, or we hear, it's like, do we buy into this? Are they just trying to psychologically warfare us right now? Because I feel like sometimes that's what they're trying to do. And it's like, I don't want to go completely anarchist in my mind at the same time. Because there is probably a lot of truth to what is said, but at the same time, it's like I still want to condition my way to what works for me, you know what I mean? Going back into that whole internal harmony, you know, it's like I can't allow someone else's harmonious way of living, how they define it to be, to be mine. And that includes the government, you know what I mean? And it includes everybody, you know, even my, the person who would be sitting next to me, it's like that's their harmony and this is mine, you know what I mean? And this is and if everybody just stays true to their innermost, like, do on, do not do on to others as you don't want done on to you mentality, we would live in a much more harmonious world because everybody would be living true to their own personal harmony, you know? Yeah, I, I agree. Um, Really quick, I don't want to stop you because you're on a great roll, but uh, just be careful hitting your mic because it shows up or it shows up or I hear it more when you, yeah. If you, okay, if you, gotcha. if you like hit, yeah, yeah, yeah so while you're talking Yes, I think that's... I've never even worn a pair of these before. No, it's all right. It's your first time totally podcasting, <laughs> so it's... Yeah, that's why I didn't want to cut you off, because I didn't want you to, like, lose what your train of thought was. Um, It's not terrible. I'm just letting you know. So, uh, I, I agree, and I think that the thing is, though, when you say that to somebody, the first thing they'll say is, well, how how do you do that, or how how do we go about doing that? And for me, I think that this is the work that has to be done, and this is a lot of stuff that a lot of religions are based on, and especially mm-hmm. if you see things like in ancient Egypt when they talk about the underworld or uh, in Greek mythology with Hades, it had more to do with the journey of an individual, of your basically of your soul, but it's mm-hmm. really about shadow work. And the best way you can define shadow work is, I've heard this recently, which is great, because it has to do with you can do like meditation and a bunch of different things, but this guy put it this way. He said, <clears throat> just sit down, turn off all kinds of external... Um, stimulation music whatever Mm -hmm. sit down with your thoughts and just whatever Mm -hmm. comes up Mm -hmm. deal with whatever comes up and don't put it it off uh yeah clean it out just let you know work with it and then maybe write it down whatever it is because that's exactly what's causing the the stress that's what's causing the anxiety it's that you're that one is engaging in escapism instead of dealing with what the problems are because a lot of these problems that are coming are coming from your subconscious from your unconscious mind that um, I think, in my opinion, you can't really yes. lie. Like that's the mind that sees through all the BS. That's like if you trip and you do drugs, you you get put in touch with that mind directly. Yes. So that's why you yep. can't lie to yourself, I feel. So exactly. but, um, that's the, that's really the cause of the anxiety, because if you're not really if you're not walking your path, if you're doing things you're not supposed to be doing in this world or this life, you're true self is going to be screaming at you. It's going to be, you know, if, if you're yeah. not a psychopath, that is, if you're a psychopath, well, then I guess maybe not. It's different, but, right. they have but the problem them. though is I believe that, you know, so many people are, that aren't doing this work, they emulate the behavior of the people that are in charge, the, 
they're like mini me psychopaths or mini me, I guess you call Satanists because it's like this yeah. religion or belief or whatever. Um, so for me, that's really what the issue is. It, if everybody, you know, like we have to figure it out individually. And that's why I say it's like, it's like a drug uh, addict that has to kind of hit rock bottom. Mm. You just have to be sick of your own behavior. Mm-hmm. You have to figure out it's a problem and you have to be sick of it because if not, it, you're just going to keep going back to it. And that's okay. Like I said, it's just yeah. like lessons. You just keep having to learn. You just keep going back until you learn the lesson. Yeah. Um, but right yeah. now we're, I feel we're at this point where it, there's too many people in society engaging in this escapism and this behavior. And we're just being, you know, led mm. wherever we want by our nose. And I really feel like it's going to uh, end in a, not in a happy way for people. Like we got to figure this shit out. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, no, it's true. Like what you were speaking about before, like just non-stimulated thoughts, just letting them roll. That is so symbolic to like what even Sigmund Freud used to do with free analysis. He would do therapy sessions and allow people to just like almost like purge their like subconscious just in, in no coherent form. It would just be like a rattling of just free flow, you know, and kind of like what you said, and then, and then picking it apart and analyzing and getting to the root of whatever prompted that thought that we wouldn't necessarily be able to tap into in the conscious level. So that's why it's like buried in that deep sub subconscious. So like diving into that plane, digging it out, working it out and letting it go, you know what I mean? And not carrying it into the next plane to be able to elevate to that other level, you know? And I think that's so important and people, it's like basically like how I would describe it. It's like literally holding up a mirror and really forcing the person to take a deep, not just like that surface level, but that deep, deep layer, you know, like peeling back that onion and getting to that root, you know, and and um, it's scary for people to do that. It really is. It's like they don't like what they see, you know, and so they they naturally avoid it, you know. Yeah, it's it's the hardest work. That's what they say. It's the hard work uh, that has to that you have to do. I guess that has to be done. Mm-hmm. And I feel that civilizations may have existed in the past, uh, in the past where this was, or how people acted. You know, I, I don't yeah. see why people say it's human nature, but I really have to disagree. I think our the behavior that we display is more uh, conditioned behavior. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, condition, conditional learning in general is like, it's so powerful. You know what I mean? Because like, if people think about it, like even like, I don't know if you ever like heard of like Pavlov's dog. You ever heard yep. of that theory? And it's like, all right, well, every time something, you know, we, some, we had some kind of conditional reward center that gets triggered, that makes us want to continue certain behavior. And then if we were the mice, you know, running over the trap and getting zapped to go get our food, we would rather die and not get zapped because there's a, there's a negative conditional reinforcement. So, and that's the same thing that goes on today in today's day and age. It's like, all right, well, if we don't play by the rules, you know what I mean? There's negative reinforcement. So therefore we won't want to do that. So we'll stay on the the other side of the grate and not go get our cheese. You know what I mean? And in, and essentially die on somebody else's like propaganda mark on our behavior. You know what I mean? If you think about it, it's somebody else's negative 
reward onto us in a way, you know, and then same thing with positive reward. Like, you know, if we follow, if we're a sheep <laughs> and we follow along, you know what I mean? And they're, you know, enticing us with that, like stimulus check, for example, you know what I mean? And it's like, okay, we're, it, there's a reward here. So we're going to continue it, you know? And I don't know, just like things like that, that, you know, I think if even just with conditional learning, like if we just break it, you know, and, and again, seek, seek out our own balance, you know? Yeah, I, I think am that's... I, am I going off on some tangent? <laughs> no, it makes sense. I think that... <clears throat> Um, most of the rewards that people get in this system are from collectivist, uh, you know, like you think of like church or like government or any kind of group, it's all about collectivism. It's all about the group think it's all about what's best for the group. And that's kind of how we're raised where I think stuff like this, you have to, to have a strong group. I think you have to have a strong group of individuals. And if you, uh, if you could teach them how to think individually and how to rely on their own intuition and how to, yeah. and how to find their uh, rewards from inside, instead of looking outside, yeah. instead of going uh, externally, looking for your, um, your contentment, like you were saying, or for your yeah. validation, you try to rely more on the inside, your in, inner, uh, your voice, your intuition, yourself, your inner self. And I think that's really what makes a stronger group of people in this way um, you're not as susceptible to whatever mind control or any kind of control or even like a controlling boyfriend or girlfriend or a person in your life that might be like some kind of psychic vampire. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're yeah. going to, and any kind of truth, like you said, you never know what's true. There's all this stuff that's out there. What's the truth? Well, I think that if you could get a better inner compass um, and be in touch with your intuition, you know, what's true or at least what's, gonna work the best for you um this is kind of why i got into or actually that's not why i got into tarot but this is something because i've gotten to tarot cards um Uh this is something it's a benefit that i found out because it really what it is is just a divination tool where i mean it can be used for many things but i think the most positive use is just a divination tool for an individual or you can even use it to help somebody else but in my life i use it to help myself the most It's just like a mirror. Like you said, you just put it up and you look at a card and um, you could just kind of off the symbols and what's going on in the card. You could just mirror your own life and see what's going on. Like if you have a problem with the card, then Mm -hmm. you know that there's really a problem Mm -hmm. with you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Do you um, do you read other people? Can you read me one night? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I was actually going to put a thing up on Facebook where I think I'm going to start. Because I'm going to be like, now that Do I'm a it. non-essential person, I'm like, I'm going to start reading yes. uh, people's tarot cards on Facebook if you want. I'm like, I'm taking donations, so I'm going to start telling people that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know what? There's, I, you know, I believe it or not, I follow a lot of people, like different groups on Facebook where they'll be like, all right, for the next um, hour, I'll do as many readings as I can. And people will chime in on the comments like, all right, you know how about you get any read on me and whatever, you know, and, and it's interesting to hear and they'll do like a live feed of just doing the readings on the people that are watching, you know, it's, it's kind of cool. Actually, I don't know anything about it whatsoever. You know what I mean? Like I, I had actually, I'm, I think I probably still have it, a tarot card set from like probably 25, 30 years ago. Oh, wow. Um, really? Oh yeah. And, um, I, you know, I never was able to like tap into it for some reason, you know, like, but I always was curious about it. And I had my cards read a few times from people, which um, were interesting. And um, 
I definitely like to explore like that stuff more, you know, and and hear hear about it. Yeah, it's it, well, there's a bunch of different ways that you can use it. It's like anything else. It's just like a tool, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And some people use it to help other people read fortune. Some people use it to scam people out of money. You know, I mean, it's it can yeah, be used for um, that. Of course. But this is kind of more, like I said, I can always show you how to use it on a personal level, just for yourself, just as uh-huh. a guide. Um, so yeah, but yeah, we could definitely get into that. Uh, that's that's another Help. great because what I found out is just really about psychology when it comes mm-hmm. down to it. That's really what it's, you know, it's not about like magic or like an entity Mm-mm. or whatever. Right, 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 right. No, I never, I never looked at it like that. It's like I think it's like basically. But then, too, it's like connecting whatever meaning spoke to you to that from that card. You know what I mean? It's it's very personalized, too. So it's like it's maybe that maybe that door. It's maybe that window that helps people get to that deeper layer of like, oh, shit, I probably should be thinking about that, you know, or there's definitely some truth there that maybe I haven't taken a look at, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Anything anything to help with the self-introspection. Because like mm-hmm. I said, what this society is really all about, it's about um, Ooh, when it, at the end on. of the day. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. Wait. You're getting a call? Hold on. No, I, I don't know what happened. All right. There we go. Oh, I'm still here. I can still hear you. Um, okay. I think the the what's going on in society is people have been tricked into believing that you could um, you could take your personal responsibility and let somebody else. You know, like you don't have to be worried about your personal responsibility. You could just leave it up to somebody else. You know, that's like the mm-hmm. big, the big myth. Like we could just vote for Trump or we could vote for Obama or Bush. I'll just say because I, you know, I blame them all <laughs> or Clinton or whatever, whoever it is, you're going to vote yeah. for your man or woman and they're going to get in there and they're going to change it all. When, in my opinion, the only really way to change anything is, like I said, that individual level, because if you try to get a leader and you elect them. Um, some people aren't going to agree with them. And then those people mm-hmm. are basically going to be like slaves because they're mm-hmm. going to have, you know, they're, they're going to have all their ideas get shot down and they're, you know, they're, they're going to be very upset. Look what happens, you know, when one side or the other gets elected in this country, it's just a mess. Mm. It is. You're right. You're right. It's crazy. I don't know, man. Like people, I know I totally agree with you though. Like it, it's, it goes down to like, who's, Sometimes, I mean, even some of the people who get elected, like, I don't feel like I resonate with either one of them, but it's almost like you're forced to, like, have to, like, have some sort of connection to one of them, you know what I mean, over the other, especially if you vote, because what do you do then? You know what I mean? These are your options. So sometimes you have to, like, pick the lesser of the two evils, you know (laughs) what I mean? (laughs) I mean, if you think about it, right? Like, with a lot of elections and a lot of people who are basically our option, it's, I wouldn't in reality pick either one of you, you know what I mean? But being that my hand is kind of forced here, you know? So at the end of the day, is voting a good thing? You know, like, no, it's a terrible thing, (laughs) especially, especially when they make our choices so narrowed. It's like, okay, why isn't this person garnering more attention with his thoughts and his philosophies? Because he doesn't have millions of dollars to, like, campaign himself with the propaganda to sell his shit into people's heads. Like, it go all go, it's all tied in together, you know what I mean? And I don't know. 
Yeah, it for, it for sure is tied in. I mean, I, I, I'll just say that, um, unless you had anything else, I don't want to, like, straight No, 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 you okay. got me, like, thinking, like, I never really thought too deep about politics or any of that in the psychological warfare game as as much probably as I have this conversation. <laughs> yeah, well, this, see, this is what my work it's has been about. Scary, like, I, I've been writing a lot, yeah, I've been writing a lot about it, and and there's, so this isn't, these aren't all my original ideas. Some of them are kind of in this original territory, I guess, but most of these aren't original. So like the idea of democracy as uh, democracy is just another form of collectivism. It's another form of uh, tyranny, really. Mm-hmm. It we're just tricked into thinking that we have a, a choice or a voice. But the problem is there's really only two sides. So the, the big joke is, you know, they used to say in the Soviet Union, like, oh, you're in the United States. You only have one more party than we do. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah, the yeah, Soviet yeah. Union, we have one party because that's, you know, there's no elections. This guy's just the man. We pick him. But so they pick their two and then we get to pick from them. But um, with democracy, it's the problem is so many people have been fooled because they think that as long as enough people can get together and vote, then they could take away your rights, which that's not how rights work. Rights are the definition of right is any action that you could take that does not infringe upon the rights of others. And they are Mm -hmm. inherent and they're, uh, alienable people say inalienable, but it's really alienable because they cannot be lean. They cannot be taken from you. It's like endowed from your creator. So no matter how Mm -hmm. many people get and vote, I'm sorry, no matter how many people get together and vote on something, uh, they can't take away your rights. So that's the problem because it gets very obfuscated because obviously there's a lot of laws on the books that violate rights and they should mm-hmm. not exist. Any any nonviolent law, any law that where you, where there's no victim mm-hmm. is uh, is uh, unconstitutional. Any law where somebody is not infringing on the rights of others is unconstitutional according to mm. the way you know we're supposed to be framed and everything. So. Um, can you elaborate on that like what do you mean give me an example uh any okay so any law where you're not where there's not a victim so any drug law if you're not hurting anybody if you're in your house oh gosh doing drugs so all that stuff um prostitution uh any drug all drugs should technically all drugs should be legal you should be able to do whatever you want uh as far as rights go like this is this is how the country really started the whole drug, the way that they made the whole prohibition against drugs is just really amazing. That's a whole other story and a whole other podcast. Mm-hmm. But they they tricked the American people yet again, kind of like they're doing now, I argue. But um, so anyway. Into making uh, them think that, you, you know, it's like kind of like reefer madness back in the 30s where it's the yeah. propaganda told everybody like, oh, it's bad. So you should not be doing this. And this yes. is why. And then they, they shoved, like, the propaganda through, like, the news articles of people going crazy. You know what I mean? It's like, well, okay. You know, the coincidence that they might have smoked back then. But, like, what other kind of shit did they have going on in their head? You know what I mean? There was a, what was the confounding factors in the propaganda that probably nobody even thought to question back then? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's well, see, that's the problem, because I'm trying to say that. So you say that about the 30s. I'm trying to say that about 2020. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Where I'm like, yeah. hey, guys, before we change our whole lifestyle that we love so much, maybe we should open our eyes and see that there might be another story. We're getting the Santa Claus version of this. 
Mm. Uh, you know, and like I said, I, I kind of think that there's so many levels of it. You know, there's yeah the politics. I kind of agree that they are. I mean, my belief is they work together. You know, they just pretend to fight. Uh, maybe they really don't like each other. But at the end of the day, things that want to get passed, like as they were impeaching Donald Trump a couple months ago, as they were impeaching him, the, the uh, trade deal got pushed through and signed by everybody with no problems from the president. They were impeaching but they still accepted the trade deal and signed it. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, really? Do you yeah. think if they were really impeaching a president, they would just stand against him because he's a criminal? Right. You know what I mean? Like, right, 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 so, right, right. But the true, problem true. is, and no matter, I was just saying this to a friend the other day uh, on a video, I was just saying how no matter how much truth you put in somebody's face, if they're lying to themselves, they're not going to see the lies that are out there. Mm. They're going to buy into the lies. They have to, people have to stop lying to themselves before they could truly see. And I, and the only reason I know is because it, it's the way it happened in my life. I couldn't see a lot of the stuff, even though I was faced with some of this truth a long time ago. I should have been mm-hmm. on this game like in 05, you know, I was on a lot of this stuff, but I just kind of went back to sleep because of mm-hmm. aspects of my own life. And I was just worried about other things. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I was worshiping false gods, basically. And, and I'm, I like use the words of the Bible, but I'm not even a Christian. I just like to use the allegory. So mm-hmm. if anyone's listening, I don't want them to think I'm like a Bible thumper. But, uh, yeah, I think that's kind of, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it, it's just any anything that where you're not on your path and your path is just basically what you were put here to do and you know that by listening to your intuition following your path Mm -hmm. but if you're not on your path anything you're doing you're basically worshiping a false idol i kind of think that's Mm -hmm. what that commandment was about because Mm -hmm. when they say god i i think they more mean um creation in general which you are a part of so technically you are Mm -hmm. part of that you're god on some level and that Mm -hmm. actually goes back to what i'm saying about um part of this shadow work and then the other part is as you come through it, you start to love yourself more. And that's the key. You have to have a good self-love because if you don't love yourself, you can't love anyone around you or God or whatever. This is kind of a point I'm trying to make to quote unquote Christians. You know, like I'm like, you're not even listening to the the message of Christ. Like you have to love yourself in order to love mm-hmm. God. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and then mm-hmm. you can love everyone else just as yourself, which means you're going to love you, God, and everyone around you the same. Like that's what you mm-hmm. need to you need to no, I, out. I I hear that. No, I understand. Like, I think it's important for everybody because, like, kind of what you had said earlier about seeking happiness outside of oneself. You know, is like you have to be okay with what you have going on inside and be, in a way, your own god, but like your own source of drive. You know what I mean? And it comes to I think from internal you know, be like internal parts of us. And like, if you said earlier, like if you have blockages to really finding out what that truly means for you, you know, I think that's why your people get stuck and then find themselves in, in ways of following, being the sheep, you know what I mean? And following, following it, following other people's way of being around them, government being or what, whatever, you know, it definitely goes hand in hand. Yeah, for sure. for sure. People lose confidence. They don't have confidence in themselves. Mm-hmm. So they place that confidence and trust in somebody else. And then they create a uh, they create like a demagogue. They they create this person in their head mm-hmm. um, who can do no wrong, who is perfect. 
on all mm-hmm. levels. I'm not just talking about like a president, but anybody, you know, if a person will um, say they even have like a teacher or uh, I don't know, a historical figure, but they just create this image of this perfect person when nobody's perfect. Everybody mm-hmm. makes mistakes and you have to really, uh, I hate to say you have, like I'm st- I'm trying to stop saying should and have like you should or you have to when and I like to say like in my opinion like this is my way that I felt uh came through to where I am today mm-hmm. the, the changes I made in my life I had to see that it was because of the choices like the, the reason my life was the way it was or or is now or because of the choices that I make every day I create my own world mm-hmm. and this is this is what like Freemasonry touches on and talks about on mm-hmm. some levels, I'm not a Freemason, but I I know about it, uh, some about it. But they they look at everybody, every human is a Mason, which means everyone is a creator, and they mm-hmm. create. And together, we're creating the entire universe, the shared reality that we all experience. We're creating it. So like, mm-hmm. if when you're looking outside and you don't like who's president, or like you know you don't like healthcare, or you don't like this or that, it's not about getting somebody in there to change it all. It's about changing yourself to then change people around you to then change the entire society Mm-hmm. kind of like what's going on and essentially yeah you know? but I, I, yeah exactly but i feel we're getting like the negative plastic version of that you know because mm-hmm. we're getting like the in reverse the uh the bizarro like the seinfeld episode like bizarro superman you know like yeah Interesting. So your 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 quest and your mission is to find the alternative storyline to what's going on around us. Like I know you said you've been doing a lot of research and stuff. Uh, well, I I kind of like to see that because it helps me. Um, it helps to see what I'm up against. But at the end mm. of the day, my true message that I'm trying to get out there to people is that if you really want to change things around you. You have to change yourself first. And mm-hmm. if you want to try to argue with me or like debate me on that, I'm like, I'm down. Let's do this. I write about it all the time. Like, this is the truth that I've came to in the years of searching my life. So mm-hmm. that's what I like to do. And then uh, so I so I take that. I take how humans are acting. I look around and I see the way things are. And knowing that everybody creates, then I, I take those facts. And then I also have to know, uh, wonder that is this happening by mistake Or is this Mm. by design, Mm -hmm. you know, and Mm -hmm. the more I look at it and then especially once you get into symbolism, you can start to see Mm. symbols and all this shit everywhere. You can see that there is probably a most definitely a design to this. And it looks like perhaps that it's something that could have gone on for a long time. I'm not saying it's like the same exact group of people doing it. Maybe it could be. But I feel it's like this this set of skills, like this knowledge and people refer to as a cult. Have you ever heard of the occults? Oh yeah. That's what a lot of people refer to this to. It's, um, occulted as a hidden form of psychology because occult just means hidden. So Uh people just refer to it as hidden psychology where it's this way to basically control humans or a group of humans and make them your slate at the end of the day, really making them your slaves. That's really what's going on at the end of the, no people hate, List hearing that and saying it, but it's like, you know, that's really what's going on. And we're working all our lives and you have to pay 30, 40, 50 percent of your money to stuff you don't even agree with. And if you don't, you get thrown in a cage. I don't know what else to call that other than slavery. You know what? Yeah. I mean, when you put it like that, it's you're right. It's, it's crazy. True. Right? Especially when um, sorry, I'm taking a picture of something I'm watching. Um, yeah, no, it's like. 
it's true though it's like because it goes back to like the voting like okay you're, you're picking the lesser of the two evils however I still don't buy into completely everything you're saying but I still have to fork over a lot of my own personal hard-earned money to support you in like your agenda you know and it's disturbing they always lie like no matter who gets in there anyway they always lie to get put in and then they never really do what they say they do they just they pay lip service like trump i could you know any trump support i'll sit you down and if you have an open mind i'll show you and it's not that i hate trump and this is another part of it like the the system is so genius in my opinion because if you if you make fun of someone's leader especially trump i see it so much because trump gets so much flack from like the left from the democrats and all those people and they give them all this flack but it's for nothing really good like if you really want to go after trump go after him because he's dropped the more he's dropped more bombs on afghanistan than any other president has dropped in history and barack obama did the same thing before him he's just ramping it up you know uh, he dropped mm-hmm. like 72 it's crazy just look it up people mm-hmm. don't be ignorant but anyway <laughs> so, like, <laughs> yeah. i could say to people listen he said he was going to get us out of these wars you know this is not yeah, he's lying, guys. You got to look at their actions. You have to look at their actions. I think I kind of lost the point when I was gonna where I was gonna go with that. But um, oh yeah, oh so basically that's just what my work's been about. And um, it, I think you were talking about voting. I don't know. It's just it's kind of what we we just grew up in this whole thing. We were told this, and we don't really know any other way. And we're not gonna look yeah. outside it unless either a it's not really working for us well, or b we do hit that rock right. bottom. You know, and the the, prob- the other problem is when you hit that rock bottom, there are so many other, I call them traps. You know, there's like religions and different movements and they, you think it's the answer, but at the end of the day, they're taking that truth and they're using it as bait to get you hooked because it's all about collectivism. Just like religion, you know, they'll, mm-hmm. they'll take that message of Christ in that beautiful story. And then at the end of the day, though, they say, well, yeah, but now you got to do what we say. You have to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and do what we say. Uh, or you're going to burn in hell. And I'm like, I didn't ever saw Jesus say that anywhere in the Bible. <laughs> like, I didn't. <laughs> I mean, but you know what, though? Again, I think it comes down to, like, what what brings people peace, like, what works for them. You know what I mean? And, like, for example, like, I'm Catholic, and I'm, I'm a, you know, total believer in it. But it, t- it took me some time to get there. But, like, if it brought me peace and comfort and especially at really like pivotal moments of my life where like I was like in despair, like I think for whatever that means for anybody, you know what I mean? Whether it's through religion or some other form, you know, like whatever can pull you out. Sometimes you do naturally gravitate towards it. It's not even, I don't think even collectivism or anything like that, or like, it's like, again, going back to like one's truest, like almost like, like a soulful journey. Like, and I, and I never, and going back to the whole, you know, how you're referring to yourself earlier as like a Bible thumper, I'm in no way a Bible thumper. Like I'm still true to the fact that people have to find their, what works for them. You know yeah. what I mean? Mentality. Like I would never push anything on anybody. You know what I mean? Cause I've had that in my whole life, like people trying to dump it down my throat and stuff like that. And it never worked for me. I had to find it on my own and with no pushing, just, I, I, and I, it was like a gra- it, it gravitated me in and I, and I wholeheartedly accepted it. And it was a very profound experience. And like, and again, I dipped out of it for a while too. 
And when I realized what was happening and it wasn't, I didn't connect it at the time, but like, I look back on it. I was like, you know what? I was never really soulfully at peace unless I was connected, you know what I mean to it? And so, you know, slowly, but surely going back to that rap, Um, And I feel just a lot more mentally peaceful. You know what I mean? I can't explain it. And I have other means too. Like I say, like my music, like music for me brings me such therapy. Like, you know what I mean? So I I involved, like, I'm not like sold on one idea. Like I am very open to like whatever, like is my flow, you know what I mean? And what brings me that harmony and my peace, you know? And, and even though, yes, for some that would be like following the sheep, you know, like religion, but like, I know for me, that's a component of my piece. You know what I mean? I guess so you can say. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. I think it's, it is an individual journey. Everybody has to come to their own journey. When I talk about religion, I'm just talking about some of the historical uh, aspects and the control. And that's like Mm -hmm. a really long conversation that we can't really get into obviously, but, um, uh, I, I get what you're saying. And, you know, like I, don't, I try not to knock anybody because at the end of the day, you got to do whatever you got to do to get through this crazy experience that we live in. So I'm not here to try yeah. to like ruin anyone's religion, but I do like to write about it because it, uh, the form, the base of religion is really all it's just another just like I argue government is a form of control. Religion's mm-hmm. the same thing, but I'm not trying to throw out the baby with the bathwater. Like I think yeah. there is a really great message to be had. But the problem is that great message, that truth, that thing that gives you peace has also been used throughout people um, to throughout time. To manipulate and control. To manipulate. And what they used to do is they would have a pharaoh or whatever that was a god king. So he was your religion and your government in one. And that's what all the mm-hmm. kings were. Like every time you had a king that you'd have like Charlemagne or all these King George or whatever – they were the oh well actually until the church and then the split like it was a little different I guess after them but earlier that's what all these people were that's yeah, why they have you. to get the blessing of the church and stuff they were like the same uh, the same thing but yeah um so yeah I guess uh yeah like I said though you're right everybody has to have their own and but you're aware of this and you know that and you understand it so it's much different but for for other mm-hmm. people it's just another uh, form that they yeah. get into. And then some people, the other problem is though they go far the other way. They look into religion like I did and you could see, you know, there's so many things you could look at how it's really based on astrology. It's, uh, if you look at, if you look into astro, uh, astro theology is the subject to look into. It's very interesting. But the problem is like, so then mm-hmm. I, I went through this journey where I looked at it. I was like, Oh, it's all fake. It's all BS. And I just threw it all away. But that's another trap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's crazy yeah. because if you can, yeah. so if, if you could be convinced that this is all just a random, that there is no oh. creator, quote unquote, and that there is no, you know, like intelligence behind all this, then you could be convinced oh. to do a lot of terrible things <laughs> without yeah. you even knowing, no, I know, I know. you know, without you even knowing. And uh, right. so that's why, right uh, wrong. yeah, right. Well, not even, you know, just, um, for exa- I feel really people are ble- living this way in this country and they don't even realize it. They're real. They're really living like a Satanistic lifestyle uh, and they don't realize it. And what I mean by that is, is because they worship money. Like money is really to me the one of the largest yeah. religions. And I know a lot of people yeah. like, well, and I don't, I'm not trying to say like as a tool. So as a function, as a tool of trade, I get that we need something. I understand that. But what I mean is, it's technically it's not real. 
we all have to understand it's just a shared idea yeah. that we all agree upon, right? So it's not real, A. And if you give somebody enough money, they will kill somebody, right? So if somebody will kill for something that's not real, what else is that but other than a religion? <laughs> yeah, that's you know, interesting. Like, yeah, no, I know what you're saying for, for sure. So it, it's just an idea. Um, and so when people put that idea, instead of using it as a means to survive and to – you know, I'm not saying you can't have a lot of money either, but what I'm saying is it's just your perspective on um, what you have. Like, if you're somebody who's rich, you can only work with what you have. It's your karma to be this rich person and to deal with it. But you have to uh, – there I go again telling people you have to. But what I'm talking about is a person um, getting their uh, – realizing that money isn't real. It's just a, for, a means of exchange yeah. and to not value it over other people's time and experiences, you know. Instead of working your whole life away, I, I think comes, uh, yeah. Go ahead. I, like like you had mentioned before. No, sorry, not to interrupt you, but no, um, no, I was just rambling just at the end. I, I tend to do that, yeah. so no, you're fine. <laughs> it, like um, I do the same though. <laughs> um, but like I have such ADD where I like like if I my thought will like escape. Like what you were saying about like awareness, right? Like I think it's important that people, at least at minimal, are aware of that mentality and that philosophy you know what I mean so then they can make a conscious choice you know I think it all comes down to consciousness and bringing that into the awareness and being focused on it and being present with it and like the whole saying like carpe diem like seize that moment seize that day you know it's it's even in your power of your thought at that very moment of your what what meaning are you attaching to that thought you know what I mean and I think that all comes into play with exactly what you were saying you know about money, about all of it. Yeah, exactly. I, I feel that um, you could, you know, you do whatever you want. It's your life. Do You could do whatever you want. But it, and it's, it comes back really to Buddhism. And I like to use different religions in different allegories or different, uh, anyway, different ways to compare things. Because some people look at Buddhism and they say that you have to just give everything away. That you have to, when they talk about renunciation, and they say that you have to renunciate the world and you have to move into a cave or into an ashram or like a, a temple with all these Buddhist monks. But the uh, way that other people interpret it, which I love this, and this is in the Bhagavad Gita, this is the way that Krishna interpreted it, was that you just can't be attached to your actions. You can perform whatever action that you want, um, obviously, as long as you're not infringing upon the rights of others. That's a whole different story. But you can you can perform any action you want. As long as you're not attached to it. So if you want to go um, and do drugs <laughs> or whatever it is, you're just having a fun time, a good experience, or whatever. You're just not attached. You just uh, it, it's you know it's such a hard concept to kind of explain, but you know what I'm talking about. I'm sure you're familiar with this uh, subject of attachment, right? Of course. Yeah, exactly. So that's really what it's about, and it's about if you stay in the present moment, um, you're able to be more aware of these attachments, and you're uh, you're able to. Um, just keep bringing yourself back to the present moment instead of engaging in this escapism, which is nothing more than really focusing on the past or the present. It's really just like daydreaming. I'm sorry, the past or the future. Uh, I know it confuses those a lot. So um, really what I feel is if that's something somebody, you know, if you're listening to this and this is what you want to do, this sounds, you know, like a path you want to go on, I would suggest maybe looking into meditation or just like that shadow work I was saying, cause mm -hmm. it, it's different for everybody. Some people, it is. you know, I heard martial arts is a really good one. I did jujitsu for a little while. That was a lot of fun. I just, 
I don't know. I don't. I have so many hobbies. I got to get back into it. But um, yeah, I don't. That I would also say, uh, like we said, the shadow work. Just sit down on the right. on the floor and just work with what's coming out. And um, you'll know best. Like I said, uh, no, plant I, medicines can also help with this. I would suggest maybe you know I'm not an expert, but I've I've heard that plant medicines help people with this. So maybe look mm-hmm. into that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think people just have to find what you know their calling and their passion and what works for them for sure. And you know, there's so many different avenues, and I, I think it's not being like fixated on one belief system or um, one way of thought. I think it's allowing your mind to kind of explore. And like I mentioned, like way early on in our conversation, I think even before we started on this thing, um, but you know, just like um, expanding, like going down that rabbit hole, you know, that people sometimes aren't, they're kind of like afraid to go down because it's like uncharted territory, you know, and just go with it. Just allow yourself to free, free flow it and just find where your mind goes and find where your passion lies, you know? And I think that people would be really surprised, you know, where, where, what finds their balance, you know? If they just don't, don't allow themselves to be fixed and, and suffocated in one box, you know? Yeah, yeah. You get, that's, that's what will drive you crazy, especially about the society that we live in because there's so much fear everywhere. Because if you think about it, they uh, whoever realizes this and they use this to advantage, this psychology that everybody's stuck in, this mindset um, that most people are stuck in, they, they use it in advertising, you know, all kinds of stuff, food. Uh, mm-hmm. advertising, I guess, um, TV shows, whatever, all this stuff, it gets people stuck into watching and it just gets them more in, uh, engaging escapism. So I guess my advice would be to shut off your TV, uh, you know, go for a walk, <laughs> go for a hike, like mm-hmm. go by yourself yeah. somewhere, be by yourself, get some self care in there. Um, yeah. and I don't know, we're almost at an hour though. We should probably wrap this up. Yeah. Is there any, anything else, any other final thoughts that you have on this, uh, that we've been talking about? What do you think? I loved it. No, I love the whole conversation. I could yeah. go on probably for another 12 hours <laughs> about it. I, um, no, this is like, this is my kind of stuff I talk about. And like, I really think it's, it's important to explore, really do explore the different planes that are out there and not be so fixated on what, I guess stepping out of the comfort zone, stepping out of one's own comfort zone and exploring, you know, some uncharted territory, whether it be in your mind or around you, you know, and just allowing your, your mind to shut off from what you know it to be and allow yourself to just go with whatever is supposed to be in that moment, you know? Yeah, that's that's really important. Focus on the present moment, what's supposed to be in that moment, and then also awareness. Awareness is really huge because if you can yes. maintain and stay in the present moment, then you start to notice your own behavior and you could see things that happen. Yes. I, I, I notice things like I used to have a much worse temper and now something will happen and I'll start to get mad that I just laugh at myself because I'm like, wait, I did that. You know, like if I if <laughs> I knock something over, if I hit my head, I'll, I'll get mad. But I'm like, wait, I stacked all these things here like a moron. Like, of course, they're going <laughs> to yeah. fall over. You know, it was my fault. <laughs> Duh. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah, it just helps because yeah. it's still no matter what, you have that energy and you want to express it. You don't want to repress it. You know, if you're yeah, feeling exactly. negative emotions, that's another thing. If you're doing shadow work, you might come up with negative negative stuff comes up, that's fine. Feel it, let it flow through you and then yeah. maybe take a break. You know, I'm not saying you should go crazy and meditate all day. This is stuff, obviously 
um, yes. you know, baby steps, everybody tiptoe in there, but there's plenty of books exactly. and stuff about it, you know, but yeah, yes. they, uh, it, it's, that's the, these are just the, the keys, I think, um, to the manual that, that should exist for life, you know, <laughs> like exactly. there should be an owner's manual. I think some okay. people get it and then some people don't get it. And the people that get it, those are the ones that, you know, become president <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or well, whatever. Maybe you should include that in your writings. Make a little manual. <laughs> yeah, maybe life. I should. A manual yeah. to life, right? Like, this is the owner's manual to a 1976 Brandon Smith. Step-by-step <laughs> <laughs> uh, step guide. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I could even show, like, this is what everything is. This is a hand. You know, this is a, a, a <laughs> testicle. I don't know. All right, everyone. Well, thank you, Bonnie, so much. Is there anything thank else you want to say before we wrap this up? No, thanks for having me, and um, I hope to talk again soon. Yeah, yeah, this is great. Uh, I think it really flew by, and we definitely talked about, we got on to some really cool subjects. So thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, If you'd like to support me, you could go to ComedyLOL.com. I have a PayPal there. You can even go to, you can join me on Patreon. You can give me uh, money every month. We're going to be doing some more stuff over there on Patreon, so check that out. And then, of course, my website is morelawsmoreproblems.com. I have memes, I have videos, I have a blog, podcast. It's all right there, so check it out. And we'll see you guys later. Bye. Network.